All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 213 of the Kiss FAQ podcast. It feels just like yesterday I was doing an episode with Andy. Oh shit, it was yesterday. So if you haven't had a chance to catch up with part two of my cruise recap, uh, do check out that episode when you get a chance. Andy tells you all about the adventures with Vinnie Vincent in Miami and the gathering and the events at the hangar. And uh, I think it was a pretty good one. Also, our friends at Kiss My Wax or Kiss My Collectibles, as they are now known, their latest episode has a recap with my good friend Mike Ray. Who uh, it was? Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet God, him on the on the cruise. Excuse me, my speakerphone's still on. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I'm in a meeting as well. So uh, check out that episode, and there should be a podcast episode coming along very soon. On uh, I had a nice chat with Gary and Ken about the cruise. So if you're not sick of hearing my voice on this show, do check out that. Other news uh, from from me. Hardcover is now official. It's on Amazon, so it's slowly making its way into international distribution channels. Do wait. Do not use the third-party sellers who gouge you. Uh, the suggested retail price is much, much lower when it's uh, the official copy purchased through Amazon and not these other people who also want to make money off it. Um, what else? The solo album box. I got mine, and I'm thrilled. I bitch and moan a lot about Kiss merch. And they've done this one right. The covers on these LPs are absolutely insane. They're old-fashioned style construction, meaning that um, they're not foldovers. They're actually like 3D heavy gauge uh, cardboard with wraparound uh, graphics and then a square mm-hmm. stuck on the back. They, the colors look absolutely incredible. I wasn't too sure about the Ace one with it being a little bit light blue, but it does look very good. And uh, I'm very pleased. The Kiss Online bundle came with a custom t-shirt let's see if i can do this the right way around kiss yeah there you go so just a solo album faces but nice that they do on the inside limited edition they tell you that it's uh anniversary of the solo albums etc etc it comes with four buttons which Mm. i have no interest in i'm throwing those up on ebay and four coasters which I have no interest in. Those are going up on eBay. And, and it came with a, a turntable <laughs> slip mat. I wanted the T-shirt, Ken. Don't laugh at me. It was the, only the T-shirt that I cared about. Uh, so that is very cool. Typical Kiss fan. He'll do anything for one piece of merch. <laughs> yep, I will. No shame whatsoever. But, um, you know, again, with all I moan about it, you really if you're going to criticize stuff, you've always got to say when they're doing it right. And when you think they've done a good job. And certainly this is a case. Um, other stuff that's going on. <coughs> excuse me, I'm still sick. And our air quality here is really in the dangerous zone today. So um, photos from the cruise are up on mm. willbyington.com. I think there's also a Kiss Cruise photos for anyone who wants to be a voyeur and go look at everyone's photos. You know, they didn't do photos with the band this year, but they did photos on stage. And you know what? I love this. I can't wait to put it up on my ego wall um, just because they did a great job with the photos. It was a fun process. And I have enough photos of the band, so I, I don't give two shits about that. Um, so, again, a very good job by the photographer who knew how to use his equipment and did great photos. I've seen a, a lot of friends and theirs, and they're hilarious. Some great poses that I wish I had thought of as well. So that is kind of it on my stuff. Um, Peter Chris made an appearance this past weekend in Fresno at uh, Bentley's Drum Shop drum shop pardon me uh for dw day and what was one of the really cool things if you haven't seen it is him giving a little tutorial to a young drummer um some pointers it's all in the hands uh, kind of a gene krupa moment and i you know i love peter chris and that is a really classy thing even better i met that family in las vegas at the vault and they are really really awesome family so it could not have happened to nicer people you know peter chris god bless you thank you so much for being the classy guy that you are it's little moments like that which will leave an impression on fans and young the younger generation for the rest of their life um i was actually going to go to that i was going to drive to fresno but i was still sick so couldn't do it all right vinnie vincent 
the shows that uh-huh. were going to be happening three weeks tomorrow. Surprisingly, which with them saying that they were going to mail their tickets three weeks prior to the shows, so this means they're canceling at the very, 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 very last moments, um, have been postponed until February. Oh, and they've also moved the city from Memphis to Nashville. So thank you very much for costing me my hotel, which was non-refundable. Shame oh, on shit. me. My airfare, which is not refundable, mm-hmm. but fortunately United will let me put it towards a, another event in Nashville. So hopefully I'll be mm-hmm. invited back to the Rock and Pod Expo if there is one next year, because I'm sure as fuck not flying to Memphis February the 8th and 9th to see Vinny when Kiss is on tour in California. So exactly. <laughs> I am I am not pleased about that, but what they're announcing is um that it's he's gonna have an all star band including Carmen Apiece and Tony Franklin, who both were in Blue Murder. Um mm-hmm. and that's why they need more time to rehearse. Well, if you saw the video of uh Vinny holding a guitar on stage in Miami, then I don't know if he'll be ready in February. Um <laughs> Or next February or February after. Yeah, I, 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 and they still have Robert listed as special guest, but I don't. Uh, does Robert even know? Uh, what? I mean, I'm pissed. I, I think they just bungled this from day one. I've said it before. I was happy with the songs and stories. That's all I wanted. I could happily have Vinny Vincent up on stage doing 90 minutes of what he did in Atlanta, noodling a little bit of riffs and singing along to a little bit of a song and then talking for 10 minutes about what that song was, where it came from, the guitar, the songwriting technique, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. I would have loved it. I didn't need him to get out his electric whistle and and whiz all over the place. Don't say whistle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I just thought that it was a mistake. It was just seemed to be typical Vinny that uh, it was first it's going to be one show acoustic. Next it's going to be two shows. Then it's going to be a little bit electric. Then it's going to be full shred. It was just seemed to grow unnecessarily. Um, so all of you are disappointed because you were all going to this as well, right? Well, I knew Sorry, better, to be quite it. honest. Wow. Wow. Well, wow, I mean, wow. Well, let's put it this way. I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen. I mean, what really made me nervous for, for, for you, Julian, especially, because I know you were going, was that when he went on stage there at the, at the you know, the pre-cruise uh, show there, that thing that he did, um, and after that performance, I knew that once all that talk started happening around the internet about how people were not satisfied with what he did on there, you know... Th- guaranteed he he caught wind of all these comments on there and i think that he felt a bit of extra pressure i mean i read on there saying that you know we needed more time and we needed to work out all these kind of things for the for the all-star band now they came up with a thousand excuses why they had to move the date but i think a lot of it had to do with the fact that you know now he knows that all eyes are on him more than before to deliver a tremendously shredtastic show and i think that he's ner- i think he's just a bit nervous about it now and i think that's why he might have moved i could be wrong but that's my first instinct when i heard that well yeah. do we know do we know i mean how well it was selling yeah it, it well? wasn't selling well at all i mean you could count this well nibbler could count the seats on the uh <laughs> the dots <laughs> if he wanted to but I, I think you know it was uh you know, 20% on the second day, 30 on the first, and that is not fact. I, I do not count dots. I leave that to, I've got people who do that. Um, but apparently it had not sold well. And, uh, you know, obviously the promotion has been piss poor. They haven't done any ad or commercial of Vinny even showing the slightest ability to noodle, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned on the show yesterday that when he went into rehearsal, he went straight up, plugged in, and did a quick flurry uh, that kind of blew his mind. But, you know, I I would have to hear that on tape to know if it's anything that really is uh, indicative of Vinny retaining the skills that he once had. Um, but again, they, they just have mismanaged this whole thing, over-promising, under-promise. Keep it simple. 
over deliver you know let it be organic and instead of just keeping trying to make the masses happy take the baby steps do a whole hour and a half on stage with an acoustic uh, you know maybe a robert nearby some someone who who might be comforting to him on stage it's going to be a group of diehards anyway should have kept it at one night do a commercial of you know maybe even of him on electric teasing you know you know keep it like that but you know he did some great poster designs for it was he selling prints of those signed for a hundred bucks no wasn't doing anything it was just radio silence nothing mm. but so now where we, we've kicked the can down the road to february well i wish him luck um i won't be there and i'm bummed that i will miss out on it if it happens but you know what i am not gonna put Vinny above kiss any day of the week i'm going to sacramento on the ninth i believe yeah i, th- I think that one's sacramento ninth, and, I'm yeah. ke- and i'm keeping my options open for the other two nights uh immediately prior to that so um disappointed not angry i hope derek's fast with my refund on the ticket so i do get some mm. cash back but you've burned a lot of people you've burned a lot of people in terms of uh, their ability now to do new york new jersey expo and yeah, that was obviously scheduled at the same time to freaking torpedo you. But uh, there you go. Now there's going to be a lot of other fans who've had their uh, their money burned, and they're not going to be very fast to come running back. And if you think there's a lot of us out there, well, I just I just don't think that's the case. So I'm disappointed, but I'm disappointed for Vinny. I just think he's screwing up this comeback big time, you know, because he doesn't have anyone advising him properly. He doesn't have anyone who can keep him kind of from shooting himself in the foot repeatedly. So that's opinion. We'll see what happens. Wish him luck. All right. Let's get on to another guitarist, Ace Frehley. And his, uh, he's back to normal. He's done a run of shows in Florida. Anyone checked out any of the videos? He's kept Save Your Love in there. What do you think? Yeah. But, and rocking with the boys is still, you know, present, but uh, now it's pretty much back to love guns in there. Strange ways is in there. Detroit rock Mm -hmm. cities in there. It's more of the same, right? Disappointing. I I, I had high hopes that with Ace's new band, that they would take Ace to a different place where, where we hadn't seen before. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, dark light is going to be in the set every night with this new band. But I had hopes that that more rarities would be played. Because let's be honest, if you're going to go see Ace Frehley, I mean, you're a pretty hardcore Kiss fan. If you're going to go see Ace Frehley, so you're not going to, you're not getting the casual fans in there for something like that. It's the hardcore, old school Kiss fans that are going that they're going to know songs like like Hard Times and Two Sides of the Coin and and things like that. So to me, it's 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 really disappointing that it, it didn't take long to kind of revert back to what we were doing before. So it's kind of kind of a big letdown to me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, th- I think that's actually the biggest surprise to me is that exactly what Lonnie said, that having the new band with them now, you would have thought that now there were much more options for different songs to be put into play. And the fact that there hasn't really been any major additions to the to the set list is really disappointing i mean i guess at the end of the day you know ace is the boss so if he doesn't want to do them he won't do them right so but you know i i i think that you know they have the ability to bring them in to bring these other songs because these guys can learn stuff quickly and can play them decently we've already seen that numerous times not only with gene but with with ace when they pulled out some of these songs you know no matter how poorly ace might have done some of these songs when he played them the backing band did them really good so it was just a matter of him just brushing up a little bit on them and they could be fantastic for his for his own set so it's a little disappointing that he didn't continue you know working on them and putting them into the set well the uh you know it's early yet yeah in my opinion it's a little bit you know it's early and uh he's going to have to practice those other you know, deeper cuts anyway, in order to, you know, play a pay for concert, you know, a real concert. Um, so I'm thinking he, he might throw us a couple in, especially from his uh, solo album, which he's going to be doing. So I'm thinking that at least to get a couple, maybe a couple, one or two more songs from a solo album that he doesn't normally play. That, that is the first solo album, 78. Um, and maybe something else, maybe by the time he gets, I know he's coming here 
uh, again, uh, I saw earlier in the week. I think it's in Sacramento area, Julian. If I don't know if you've seen it, but he's going to play the casino again, I think. Um, so maybe by that time, I think it's around late January or great or something like that. But anyway, um, <laughs> I hope maybe by that time they'll be able to throw in a couple of other songs. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I was just on his website trying to quickly find out when, when that is, because I'll go. You know, the Gene Simmons band guys are the guys who can take Ace to the next level or kill him trying. That's, um, you know, Ace has not had the kind of uh, discipline that's necessary for him to reclaim his throne and kiss. And maybe there, this is boot camp for Ace. And, you know, right now that set is pretty, well, they kept Save Your Love and Rockin' with the Boys in it. So I'm going to give him two thumbs up for that. But mm-hmm. Detroit Rock Detroit Rock City, um, Love Gun, gotta go. Those songs, I mean, he he doesn't even have anything from the Freely's Comet album on there. Nothing. That's just wrong. <sighs> what did Mark bring to show? Into, but he looks great. I mean, damn. He does look good. Yeah. Yep. So I'd, I'll give him some more time, and if he comes to Northern California in January and it's not in conflict with Vancouver, I will happily go. Well, if Mom lets me, because I'm spending too much on concerts at the moment. This is really getting a little <laughs> bit out of hand. Bad. <laughs> so... Okay, what's next? Oh yeah, I did just get a box score for Gene, the final Gene Simmons band show. For those who love stats, reported audience 649 of 1,204 tickets. And that was at mm. the Turning Stone Resort Casino, and that of course does hold a maximum of 5,000 with a $43,000 gross. So that's actually a pretty good gross. That's better than Ace does. So, not that much. So. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let's get into some of these recent Paul Stanley quotes. Because the press, the full court press is on now, isn't it, for the end of the road. These guys are popping up all over the place. I know they did the town hall. I still haven't listened to that. But uh, I did see him on the Herald Sun Australian uh, website. And he was, uh, Paul Stanley slams the haters as rock icons kiss vow to go out on top. And Here's the, I'll just read out the quote. I'm in the same boat a lot of people are. I see singers around my age and we talk about it. The difference could be many bands have a singer where you go, well, he sounds really good, but so does the keyboard player singing along with him or the person singing off stage. Kiss have never done that. I understand there's people who tend to spout negativity on the Kiss FAQ accessible, but they're in the vast, vast, vast minority. I will do everything in my power. And I know that I will sound great on this tour. That is not delusional. <laughs> I don't look, um, I'm pardon, pardon me. I don't look the same as I did at the beginning of the band. Nobody looks the same today as they did decades ago, but it's all about degree. There are realities, of course. Okay, so there's some interesting bits and pieces in there when you decipher a star child speak into plain English. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I kind of get out of that is, yeah, I'm going to lip sync a little bit. I'm going to have some sonic lube, and I'm going to sound great every night. Um, He's gonna, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that's going to happen every night, and it's not going to be a little bit. I guarantee it's going to be more than a little bit. I think it's going to be quite a lot of uh, lip syncing going on. I think Mr. Singer there... He's going to have a nice little headset piece like Lonnie has in his ears, listening to a click track for most of the night mm. to make sure that everything lines up perfectly. <clears throat> because, come on, let's not kid ourselves. He He's going to need it to do it that long. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that's great. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that he's going to he's gonna need it. And like I said before, as long as the show turns out well, I think that's not a problem. I mean, the thing that bugs me about it is that, you know, he he still seems to come up with this, you know, aura of ego behind this still. I mean, you know, nobody looks as good as me or, you know, and all these other comments that he keeps making on these things. It's just what, does it does he need to say this stuff? I mean, we know that he keeps yes. himself in great shape. He's Paul Stanley. He, yeah. OK, but come on. I mean. When you when you make comments like that, then people even more try to hunt down and look for little things to you know 
bring him back down to earth. He invented fans. Mean? He invented kiss fans. He invented lead singers' <laughs> disease. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm telling you, if if, if it, people are gonna people are gonna make comments about that all the time, if he wouldn't have said anything about it. I think people wouldn't have been as, you know, hard about it. But I, I don't know. Like I said, I think that it's gonna happen. He's gonna have a lot of backing stuff happening for him. But like I said, I don't care. I mean, as long as it sounds good, then let it happen. You know. Yeah, I I just don't want to see. Anything else beyond maybe his vocals being piped piped in? I don't want, you know, the guitar. I don't want. I don't want to like you know the other vocalists, you know, Gene or Tommy or Eric, which I don't think they're gonna do. I don't think they're no. gonna pipe any of that. That would be a total. <laughs> if they did a full lip sync all the way the across the board, that would be that would be. Uh, I don't know. That would not go over well. Um, though it may sound great, I, it just wouldn't wouldn't be wouldn't be cool. Um, but I can see it for him. Yes, he needs that help um, because let's face it, it's just the vocals. He just can't sing those songs anymore. Those the way he used to. Unfortunately, it's just the way it is. And and the next best thing is you know piping some of those you know vocals in for him. You know, and he can sing along with it still, I suppose. Uh, with a live mic, it's just a matter, you know, you know, maybe with a his mic will be at a lowered register pickup than what's being piped in, which I, yeah, I think right. that's how they would do it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think he's going to be lip syncing, and that's the big difference between what we're talking about with Milli Vanilli type. The whole show was on tape, every single vocal. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that was the case on the boat. Um, Again, there were certain areas where I am adamantly sure that my eyes saw him off mic and vocals coming through. So I don't mm -hmm. doubt that there are some doubled vocals going on. Perhaps he's taped some stuff recently that can be uh, processed in, in parallel with him singing. I, I don't believe for a minute that they're going to milli vanilli it in. But I do think they have to be able to deliver a consistently sounding um, stage presentation night after night because they've booked three nights in a row, which they just there's no way in I, hell. No, no way, no way. So, um, so I, I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see what exactly does happen. I, I just think it comes back. Everything that you say comes back and haunts you. You've mocked Motley Cruz. You've mocked, mocked fans that have required, um, you know, tricks. To get through it, Vince, mm -hmm. Vince Meal. I mean, he, he every other tour he sings one line. You know, now mm -hmm. you don't even know what language he's singing, and it might as well be in Finnish. Um, <laughs> it, it really, I mean, he, he's a really bad example of a great. Oh well, he was never a great singer of what was once a good rock and roll singer who couldn't sing his way out of a buffet now, but uh, he, he wouldn't want to apparently, but <laughs> or into no. <laughs> all right let's move on uh mark you've been going through some quotes so uh dig some up for us to talk about before we get to some more of mine okay well i mean I, I, the funny thing is that one of the ones that uh you that i actually was going to bring up was the one that you brought up because i i found it interesting though that he in the quote that i was taught that i was looking at he was talking about uh the European leg of the tour, which is really odd because it was on Blabbermouth and it was dated for like the 11th of November. And I was always, I thought it was kind of odd that they were talking about already that leg of the tour. And he was quoted there saying, he goes, I know that I'm going to sound great throughout this whole tour. And which is basically the kind of comment that you were talking about earlier there with him, you know, but I mean, it, it I, I don't under, I don't understand though. Um, what was I going to, I was trying to remember what I was going to get with here, but the, like I don't understand why they're already asking him about that part. We haven't even started the tour yet. I mean, what I'm curious to see is that he keeps mentioning about the new stage show. Uh, what I want to know is when are we going to see any example of this new stage? Is there going to mm -hmm. be any sort of a commercial going to be shown, you know, maybe to help tickets or something like that that might show us a glimpse of this new thing? I know that they've been actually, you know, testing it out 
I, I believe they said they were doing it in some arena somewhere, but you know, they, yeah, they, maybe they, yeah, maybe they could, you know, make a quick, I'm sure they're going to make a commercial at some point. Make a music video. Imagine that a music video. Wow. What? what? Yeah. You know, like something just to, to show the stage, because I think that one thing that everybody's been kind of, you know, wanting to see is what does this new sh- stage show look like? Because that's the one thing they keep promising and never really, you know, gave us anything new. So that's one thing I'm kind of curious about is, is that end mm-hmm. of it. I, I don't think we'll see anything as far as a stage show until it debuts when Julian sees them in Vancouver. I think, I don't, I don't think they're going to, they're going to tease us with anything. I think they're waiting for the, the shock and awe for lack of better terms of, of a new kiss show when they come out with it. Cause I mean, let's be honest, as soon as they do, it's going to be all over YouTube immediately anyway. And the kiss fans are going to see it. So and complain. I, well, well, it goes without saying it's kiss fans. Um, I, I, I don't see them doing anything to tease us with it. I, I see them making us wait it out till the 31st of January and then wait for everyone to, to bitch on the FAQ about it. Do you remember, yeah. the, do you remember the creatures press conference that recently uh, resurfaced? Yeah. I mean, that had been out for decades, the audio, yeah. version, but recently all the video kind of snippets showed up on Getty licensing and everyone strung them together and put them up. That would be a perfect opportunity. When you think back to the creatures era and when they did the, I love it loud video and no. they used the stage that where they'd been rehearsing and building out mm-hmm. the, the production rehearsals. I, I think it was in Dallas. I'm not sure Kurt or, or Ross would be able to correct me instantaneously on that. But, you know, that would be a very cool opportunity, you know, to do like an internet press conference, full costume on the stage, yeah. harken back to that great tour, which, you know, it was a bombastic moment in the band's history and lit up, lit up some pyro and do it, you know, use that exactly. to get people interested because I'm sorry, Sirius XM does not, uh, is not the sonic Viagra that I'm looking for from a band like kiss. It just is not exciting. I want to see fire. I want to see lights. I want to see flames. Even if it's only a short commercial or if it's a five or ten minute featurette on Kiss Online. I mean, social media. I would have thought that this is like the perfect kind of branding that they can, you know, do a photo shoot in that situation, which they probably are, actually, when you think about them doing a tour book. Um, but they, they could be selling themselves because right now it's limp. There is zero excitement about this tour. Um. Well, that's yeah. what they should have. That's what they should have done when when they were doing all that press that week. Is that you know like the series town hall shouldn't have been from from just some generic location. It should have been in costume on the new stage to showcase it to make the initial surge of ticket buying that much more you know stellar. Yeah, it, it should have been that. It should have been from the stage showing us. Yeah. This is, these are the new costumes. This is the new stage. This is what we're going on at. Take a look at it, people, right here, to make people excited about it. Not, yeah. you know, I, I agree. It, sh- it shouldn't. It should have been like that three weeks ago. Not yeah. it, to make people go want to go out and buy tickets. Now yeah. it's okay. Well, the shows are, are two and a half months away. Um, I know tickets haven't been on sale that long, but the initial, the initial, you, you sell tickets in two surges. When they first go on sale and then last minute. I mean, what what's out there now is basically what's I mean, they're not they're not gonna sell tickets between now and then because there is Christmas and, and, and things like that. But your and your initial surge is when they first go on sale and then right the week of the show. So yeah. they're they're yeah. missing they, they missed it. They missed a, a opportunity to to really drive ticket sales by, by maybe showcasing that and get the get the skeptical kiss fan on board. Yeah, I mean now, now the now the guy who didn't buy tickets, well maybe I'm like well, maybe he's gonna look at it, well I'm not gonna be able to sit where I want to now because those seats where I wanted to sit anyway are gone. So I'm just not gonna go anywhere. I don't know. I mean we don't know skeptical KISS fans. We all know asshole KISS fans out there that might be like that that will find an excuse not to go see him and use that as an excuse. They should have put a surge out there Showing the stage, showing what's different, showing how much this tour is going to be better and bigger than the last one. And they didn't. Yeah. And or, then the, or they haven't yet. 
I mean, it, it, it would mm-hmm. be so it simple. Happen. Yeah, do your commercials. You know, film four segments. Film a segment with Eric doing something on the drums, something that's going to be a part of the show, not necessarily a big giveaway, but a tease. Something that you may, the eagle-eyed fan, may caps a glimpse of, you know, and have that in a 60-second spot. Have Gene film him on his own, do a 60-second spot, you know, of something that he's going to do in the show. Base your commercial around that. Same with Paul. Same with Tommy. And then a fifth one of the whole damn band, you know, and there's five commercials. There's over five weeks and there's five <laughs> HD things for our fans to pick apart and to share because that's where so much of it happens is through social media sharing. And it, it, it just this whole thing seems so lazy. I mean, it really right now with how everything has been announced, I hate to say it. It feels like limping to the finish yeah. line. <laughs> it, it, it is it is because i mean <clears throat> that's a good point about this whole commercial bit because one of the things that they've said a few times in these interviews is that they have an all new show but the one thing that always catches my ears they say they have new technology that they're using in their show now what is this new technology that's yeah, the thing that's kind of hooking to 11 yeah like <laughs> but whatever it is i want to know what it is because i i i'm pretty familiar with you know equipment and stuff like that and as far as new technologies, I'm really wondering what they could be talking about that could make this show so drastically different from anything they've ever done before. That's one of those things that could hook in more people to go to the show. You know, if they have something new to offer as far as a concert performance goes, because I mean, you know, Sonny uh, Pooney from uh, the podcast Rock City put up a post the other day about ticket sales and how they were going, and he showed like charts of the sales and some places are just really bad. I mean, sure. Madison square garden, their home of course is selling great, which is, you know, I hope so, you know, yeah, same but with you Van- know, Vancouver selling great, yeah. but all the other yeah. ones are dogs. But yeah. And like, like the forum is selling terrible and some, some of the other places are selling terribly too. And like Lonnie said, if they would have hyped it up a bit better at the beginning, then a lot of these places might not have been so weak now, you know? And, and that's the point is well, as soon as, you let time go by too quickly, then people are going to start thinking of a hundred reasons not to go now, you know, and they're going to say too expensive. This is too much. I wanted to go meet them, but the meet and greet is too expensive. So everybody's going to think of it a reason not to go right until you give them a really strong reason to go now. Like you said, with a really, you know, eye catching commercial or something like that might, might turn it around and say, wow, I've never seen that at a kid's show. Now I'm going. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say anyway, is that they, they really blew it from the beginning. Um, they they got on the most popular uh, TV show to come out on that America's Got Talent, which goes across I don't know how many minutes, just millions, tons, yeah. millions of people. I don't know, it's eighteen million. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's a lot. And they missed that the next day to put yeah. the tickets on Nothing sale. for weeks. So those casual fan, people. They say, you know, this it's in their mind still. It's it's fresh. It's like, oh, you know what? I never seen them. I, I think I'll go, you know, maybe check them out since this is gonna be the last tour. But what they waited, you know, two two more weeks or uh, or more, um, maybe a month <laughs> before releasing the tickets. I mean, so you you probably lost a lot of ticket sales right then and there, mm-hmm. a whole a whole Good bunch. Point. Now the other thing is uh, with the them still being able to do it, they may have to do it. If the tickets aren't selling quite enough, they may have to do a, some kind of commercial or or something showing that the, the, this is the stage hands. They're, they're showing them putting the stage together and then testing the lasers, testing the you know the fire and all that yeah. stuff. Just gonna say, you know, this is the new you know our new whatever stage and it's you know gonna blow away all our other stages and so on and you know. Prove it, you know. Prove it, or if, or if or, it, or te- it tease about it. Don't prove tease it. Tease or... it enough about it. Show some of the prior stages. Here are some of the prior stages we had. You know, the seventy-seven alive two stage. The you know, uh, you know, uh, Christ of the night, and then uh, you know, the Sphinx, uh, the Statue of Liberty. You know, and then next is going to be this big thing that's going to be just put those to shame. You know, just do something, yeah. Tease something and and create some interest, more interest. But they kind of, yeah, like you said, Julian, they they it was kind of lazy. 
they did one and then there was like nothing for a long time. And then they finally one day all at once. And then it's I don't know. Sorry, I'm totally overspeaking you there. I apologize. No, um, no, no, it's okay. But what what I'm thinking is, you know, it's definitely a case that they've stayed at the party too long. I think very few will disagree with that. Now, you know, hindsight being 2020, um, when you stay at the party too long, you either have to get arrested or shit on the carpet. So they need to do something outrageous to kind of get out of that situation. I wouldn't be surprised if we now end up like a Motley Crue situation, you know, all bad things. They they threw together a song. Something. Some? And that's it. And that's the difference too. You're talking about the "I Love It Loud" have video. Oh, they sing it. have Jean sing it. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, but you're you're talking about the "I Love It Loud" video. Will they will they showcase the new stage in the "I Love It Loud" video? Well, that's the difference. There is no new album. There is no new music to kind of push this tour and to get people excited about. It's not present. It's not there. That's a big mistake. No, one, no, yeah, no one's yeah, going to get excited the about it. The solo they, album thing is cool. The rock and roll over thing is cool. But there's no new music. There's nothing to get the casual Kiss fan excited. The rock and roll over thing, the solo album thing, that gets the four of us excited. It gets the people who watch this show excited. But the average Kiss fan isn't listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast every week. The average fan is oh, – I know it's shocking. I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. <laughs> but the average fan is listening to the Kiss podcast every week. The average fan might have a live, might have Destroyer. Sorry, Mark. Might have you know a couple albums. Might not have any albums. But you have to do something to get the average fan excited, and they're they're not doing that. There's no music. There's there's re-releases of of more classic albums. And while they're cool, the Destroyer thing was cool last year. The solo album thing is cool. The rock and roll everything is cool. But the average Kiss fan isn't dying to go spend a couple hundred dollars on a solo album box set from 40, a 40 year old music. They're and not. And a compilation isn't going to do it either. No. Unless it's got no, a new no. song on it. Which, unless it has a new song on it. Which would probably right. be the best case. I mean, the, I think there should definitely be an end of the road tie in release from Universal. But I really think at this point it's got to have a new song on it. Just something. Come on, Gene. How long would it take you to put some of your lyrics in a blender and come up with something sappy about the end of the road? I mean, that is that is just Gene Simmons' name is on yeah. that. The end of the road, a horrible cliche. Write a song about it with your. My backbone slipped at the end of the road. Right, <laughs> <laughs> my backbone slipped and I fell on the road. So, <laughs> Julian, to your point about the uh, what was it? Um, I just forgot it now. <laughs> I, I, I was just shocked that you thought I had a point. Thanks. <laughs> uh, no, the point about they uh, they were, you know, they didn't go out uh, when they should have. They stayed at the party too long. Right. Um, yeah. And that's that other quote that they, they say, too, with Paul and Gene is like, we're, we're going out at the top of our game. I mean, <laughs> so that was 19 years ago. You can tell that to yeah, you can tell that to the you know casual fan, but come on, let's be serious here. You know, go out while we're on top. I'm like, no, you're not on top. I mean, we, yeah, we we still yeah. all that, but but let's be realistic. You know, you got to go way back to yeah. be you know at the top of your game as maybe it was even back as far as uh, if you're talking about the original four. Maybe maybe reunion. I don't even think that's the top of the game. I think it was the, the late seventies. You know, yeah, you know, and, and seventy six, seventy seven was probably the top of their game. Um, the last time really, really seriously, real great. The last time you know, Kiss sounded real good was yeah, yeah. Oh, around that. I mean, but you know, ninety two was a great top of their yeah. game. That was a total yeah, 04 was probably the last time the band was a powerhouse in terms tight. of, of yeah. being, being tight, being musically dynamic and adventurous. And, you know, Tommy was new still, uh, very new at that point, but they were playing around with all sorts of gems from the catalog and really mixing it up a lot more. 
and then of course I think we we all concur that Paul's voice issues really start in about 2006 when he's carrying his whole Live to Win tour on his shoulders on his own without having anyone else there to sing a song during the set and he was doing some very dynamic performances you know really stretching himself so mm-hmm. you know 2008 I think for Kiss Alive 35 is where the cutoff kind of really happens but 2004 was certainly um this lineup's finest moment yeah that's right for sure that's true yeah oh eight is if you could really tell the difference that there was a problem Yeah, I mean, and and then again, when we, when you were talking about different quotes here, this is the one that's been really bothering me, and we kind of touched upon this a little bit earlier, was he goes, I don't think there's any reason to record at this point. You're up against your past. Your past is much larger and more potent than the quality of your songs. He goes, it's about songs that had a moment in somebody's life that that's where the power comes. It's a photograph, a certain moment for somebody, whether us or the Stones or any classic band. When people say, why don't you do a new album? They have no intention of wanting to hear it. They may tolerate a new song or two, but don't kid yourselves. And if Stones put out a new album, someone will say, that's terrific. Now play Brown Sugar. But you know what? At least though the bands like Stones and some of these other bands do put out new music. I mean, sure, that might be true that most of the people want to hear their classics. But a lot of the times people are going to these concerts because radio stations are pushing a new record that comes out, pushing a single that comes out, and these people who are not diehard fans will be aware of new music by these bands, and so they become interested in it, and then maybe they'll go and see these bands. And that's why you make music, and if there's one thing I'll always agree about with Nikki Six, which I don't agree a lot with him, but that if you're an artist, a true artist then you make music regardless, you know, forget about the money, forget about this and that. If you like, if you like making songs, then you go ahead and do it. Then that's the the problem with these guys. I just don't think they don't have that fire to make music anymore. I don't think it's these reasons that he's bolstering off here in these interviews here. I I think it goes much further than that. You know, I, I really think they should put even just one song out, you know, come on, give somebody something new to listen to give something radio to you know not, put out or not something. even that it has nothing to do with giving someone something to listen to it gets someone's attention here's a yeah. new kiss song mm-hmm. that's an attention grabber that is all mm-hmm. it is because no one gives a fuck about it as you've just said as paul believes that because they want to hear strutter or deuce if no one cares about it it at least gets their attention and gets kiss mentioned in the same sentence where it keeps the focus on doing the tour gene simmons like we've said could knock out you know are you ready are you ready for yeah. the end of the road come on I mean, Kiss could go in and say, this is the best song on Gene's Vault. We're going to go in and, you know, cut that, put some, put some Paul background vocals on it. You know, Eric and Tommy are already on it, for God's sakes. Um, you know, and at the end of it, say, also available on the Gene Simmons Vault. Go to GeneSimmonsVault.com. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Done. You know, and, and I'm sure he's got other songs like that, you know, which could easily be a quick and dirty anthem to grab attention to cross merchandise just again get someone talking here's our music video on the new stage of the one song that's going to be on our end of the road compilation coming in january on universal you know with songs picked by all four of us all four of us are going to pick five songs each from the kiss catalog for the end of the road they're going to be part of the set you know or you know if it's going to be 20 to 25 songs all 25 songs are on the compilation plus that new song boom it gets attention Kiss fans will buy three different copies of it because I'm sure they can knock out a vinyl double release. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so <laughs> so they're cover on well. And it it's is not. Covers. I'm sorry, it is not that difficult to go into the Nook or Conway or any of those studios that they've used in recent years, or even in Gene's home or in their own studios or whatever Pro Tools to do a song. You know, mm-hmm. have all four of them write a verse. You know, whatever. Just anything to get people talking again, because it's lacking. You know, what are we talking about? What are we seeing about the end of the road? We're not. We've already talked about. We haven't seen anything about the stage. We've heard a few um, very veiled references that we've heard so many times over the years. The the Kiss logo used to grow and grow and grow. You know, how about that video shot? If they're bringing back the real Kiss logo instead of the goddamn video abomination. 
of a camera coming flying down the S, you know, something that, where you can see the metal, see the texture, see the wire, see the lights, you know, anything. You know, we've, we've talked about dozens of permutations of the kind of ways that they could tease about the stage without giving it away. But the moment they go to Vancouver, there are going to be those people. I am not going to be one of them, by the way, holding up a phone, Facebook live because I don't freaking do that. And I'm certainly not going to do that. My phone is going to stay in my pocket. Uh, on vibrate of course um, <laughs> for the show and I'm just going to be sitting there watching it old school with my fucking eyes not mm-hmm. w- behind a screen like all you see nowadays so all, all the surprise is going to be gone why not start teasing how many weeks are there not uh, many so god that was like that was a bit ranty wasn't it <laughs> not on this show no. Randy or Randy? No. Speaking of Randy. <laughs> no. British people don't say that. Hi, I'm Randy. You'll get punched. Wow, wow, wow. wow. All right, well, let's see. Uh, Daily Mail. <laughs> Talking of England and Brits, uh, Daily Mail, Paul Stanley again. I'm 66. People half my age probably wish they're in the same shape. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, you win. You totally win. You look great for your age. So, good for you. Uh, Rock and Roll Garage. Paul is hopeful that former KISS members guest on the end of the road. But at the same time, it would be crazy of us to be so short-sighted to not want to involve other members in the band. So, hopefully, there will be appearances by other people who've been in this band. Mainly Bruce. I would really thank Ace if he gets his copyrights back. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) So I'm, I'm really curious about. about uh, Canadian I'm winters sorry. has hit us. What, do you, what, what, are you, what are you so What are you so curious about? It's getting cold. There. Uh, we got to wait for his wires to warm up again. He's frozen. Uh, Mark, you're oh, frozen. Did it, did it stop? Oh, oh yeah, you're back. Yes, there you stop. go. Try again. Okay. No, I was gonna say I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens with this whole Ace thing because Paul kind of you know left the door a little open for him to come back, but all the comments that he's been making have been pretty you know. Pretty odd, you know, like this. Whole, I'm not going to do it unless, you know, I get my seat back and all this stuff. You know, like it's he just he seems to be putting out a lot of demands to be involved in this. Yeah. Is Ace negotiating himself out or is this their idea of drama and tease? Ace, you say these things, you know, go wild, say what you want. You know, it'll have people talking about us because right now it, it's not working. It's mm-hmm. it's really just looks like kind of sad and pathetic, more from Ace um, begging for a scrap from Master's yeah. table, you know, but also unrealistically, uh, they're not if they own the copyrights, they're big money as part of the Kiss Company, and Ace, well, what's his net value to them? Uh, zero because they've done just fine and dandy with Tommy, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this. You know, is it that we're going to have include former members and include them how and include them when or where? Um, it's going to be either you know a crapshoot where you know, see if you're lucky to be at that one show that you know Ace shows up or Bruce shows up or whatever, or is it going to be? Well, they work something out where they can get them at every show, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, unfortunately, I'd love that to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I hope they prove me wrong. Um, I, I, you know, and, and what if they don't do it, have them at any show except maybe Madison Square Garden? I don't know. Um, gee, it's just, it remains to be seen. I mean, especially at the first show that Julian's so lucky to go to, um, um, he can report it back to us, you know. What's, or what's conversely, that first show, which Julian's so unlucky to go to, I mean, it it's, can swing either way. Well, it, oh, could, yeah. it could be like Dodger yeah, Stadium nice. on the Psycho Circus tour, which had the circus, which had <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins opening, you know, uh, right. had, uh, what was it, Nothing to Lose, She, and I think a third, and another song that didn't ultimately become part of the main um, Psycho Circus tour set. Or it could be 
everything doesn't work. It could be like the, that fucking spider that never worked. Technology. They've got this great new set or stage show, and half of it doesn't work, and we're sitting there looking at basically bare, bare asses and wall um, for, for much of the show because the show's malfunctioning. So, I mean, it could, it could be either way. I'm pretty sure the crew is really hot and professional, and they're going to do everything sure. they can to make sure it's, it's perfect in this day and age. You know, that doesn't happen. But, again, it's it's untested, it's untried, it's, you know, it, it could be really, really, really bad. But I think it's going to be awesome. But, you know, there you go. I'm an, I'm an optimist. hope so. What about who's going to open? I heard a, mm-hmm. I heard a couple rumors today. Do you guys have any, any, um, any thoughts on who might be opening act? Oh. Or do you think they might, oh, might announce an opening act soon to try to spark? an increase in, in ticket sales. Are you talking about that John 5? Yeah. Keys? That'd be cool. I love zombie. That'd be fun. I, I The only thing I've ever heard, and, and I don't put any weight behind this, is that somebody kept mentioning something about Ghost, but I don't think that they would be a good band to open. Terrible, terrible combination. Ghost. Yeah. Ghost is uh, on a parallel track and would just be too distracting. They'd be awesome. I, I would love to see them again, but um, it, it would not go well as an opening act, especially as they're kind of teetering on the brink of moving up to that kind of level themselves. So uh, John five and zombie. I don't know. I have never gotten into zombie, so maybe I would enjoy it. I would just still love to see Ace opening so that we get some of the songs that they, they're not going to do performed. So maybe Ace opening for John or for Rob, excuse me, uh, opening for Kiss. Maybe it needs to be a triple package. But uh, Zombie, I mean, isn't he too big on he's, his own? I think, he's too, I think he's too big on his own. I, Is he? I I, I think so. He he played here. Think. He played here with with Manson over the summer, and they played the the shed mm-hmm. here, and it was sold out. I mean, it was packed. <laughs> he was he was the man. Yeah. So I I think I think he's too big. Maybe they need maybe, but maybe maybe they, they need, need something to, to sell the tickets. A, a, yeah. a co-headlining farewell tour. Now that would be uh, the ultimately uh, embarrassing bring down I would, for I wouldn't, I wouldn't look for another run through the states if we had to get a co-headline <laughs> through the first run I, and here's another thing that i think is a mistake um i think it was gene mentioned that this could go on for more than three years i think no. at, i think at this point they shouldn't be saying anything about longevity and stretching it out they should say this could actually be less than three years because you better put a time limit mm-hmm. and uh, some urgency on people's thoughts in order to, mm-hmm. if you're on the fence and you're saying, well, it might be more than three years, then that gives people the opportunity. Just, I'll catch them on the next leg of the farewell. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I, I live in, uh, I live in San Francisco. I'm not going to bother going to Sacramento. They'll come to Mountain View or Concord on the next leg. No, make people buy the tickets now. And if you do happen to do a second leg, then, you know, get your money up front. Get your money and get out. Get those. Uh, get it all fucking sold now. Yeah, yeah. that's stretching it. The th- stretching it out the same we're going to do it more than three years. Well, then what makes you think they're not going to come back to Chicago or L.A. <laughs> or New York? I mean, there's only so many places you can go in a three plus year tour. So why yeah. why put that out there? Because people that are on the fence, like you said, people that are on the fence about going to New York or Chicago or a major city like that. Like, you know, if they're going to tour more than three years, they're coming back again to Chicago. I don't need to go to this show right now in the middle of winter. I'll catch them when they play the shed over the summer next year or whatever. Yeah, that's, those are all great points. I mean, that's one of the things I used to like about Rush, though, is that they used to do that where they would announce one leg of the tour and never even utter a mention of another leg. And then when they would announce it, it was a big surprise. And then people, you know, because they didn't do that, everybody just went for the first leg and bought, you know, the ticket that was nearest to them in the city. And that was it. So I think it's a good point to just not go so far, especially longer than three years. I mean, wow, I, that's that's really being hopeful, in no my way. opinion. <laughs> No, I, I think that's that's stretching it out too much in terms of their age. Um I, I, I just don't see the logic in, in trying to go that far. Here, here's something else I, I kind of want to end on as our, our final topic today, and it, it kind of ties in with you know opening acts for the um, uh, for the end of the road. Sixthman sent their 
<clears throat> excuse me, uh, sent their post-cruise survey out to attendees today. And one of the questions on this was, um, which act previously not on the cruise would you like to see on the bill? Mm-hmm. And while you guys think about, you know, if you were to go on the cruise, which acts you think would make uh, good additions, I'll give you my two. Uh, first up, Peter Chris. After having Ace on this year, I think having Peter on, you know, send Peter and Gigi on a nice cruise. Um, and you can handle it in two ways. Have Peter either come up on stage for some songs at the end of the Sail Away show acoustically. You know, do Hard Luck Woman with him, do Beth with him, do Nothing to Lose with him, and rock and roll all night. Very similar to what you did in, uh, in 1995, you know, to get closure that way just like Ace had a reunion with Kiss on stage. And maybe, if Peter is willing, have him do a theater show during the tour. Uh, And I've sung the praises of the cutting room performance so many times that I don't doubt that he could get Sister's Doll out there with him again to back him and maybe have them do their own shows on the cruise as well. And that would just be an incredible thing for fans who didn't get to experience it in Melbourne Mm -hmm. or in New York. And also a nice way for Peter to have control of it himself. He doesn't have to worry about performing with Kiss in makeup. He's done the Sail Away show, and then he gets to do his own thing his way on the high seas. And then he gets to just enjoy the cruise and maybe get off at the first stop and hop a plane back to home. So... I would love to see Peter on the cruise. I'd like to see him afforded the same respect that has been given to Ace in whatever it took to make that happen this year. Um, because I think it could be fun. And I think fans who didn't see The Cutting Room, who've only seen YouTube, would really, really get a kick out of seeing him do his thing on stage. Band number two, Slaughter. <laughs> I just think that would be so much fun. I love Slaughter. And Mark, <laughs> Mark Slaughter is just so fun. And that band has some great songs. And it's right in the wheelhouse of, of where a lot of us were in the late 1980s, early 1990s musically. They opened for Kiss, of course, on uh, the Hot in the Shade tour. Hot in the Shade, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, did the, the final run with Eric Carr. And, of course, they have history with Vin Vin. So they could uh, maybe rehearse up a invasion song or two to add mm-hmm. into their set just to tie that kind of thing in since you'll never you'll never get Vinny on the boat he would never be invited they wouldn't even invite him on just to have him walk the plank um, <laughs> so slaughter for me would be the closest way of involving Vinny Vincent on a kiss cruise so uh, anyone ready for a stab at a couple of acts uh, you know Lonnie you've been on the cruise before who would you like I'm to have sitting seen sitting here thinking I'd like to see Cinderella Someone mentioned Tom Kiefer. Uh, I would. I think Tom Kiefer is mm-hmm. one of the most talented musicians I've ever seen live. Um, he is good. I would love to see Cinderella. I mean, I saw Cinderella, and my brother never. never I went and saw Poison and Cinderella. I think I had a package tour one year, and you know, Tom sings every song. He plays a guitar solo in every song. Plays mm-hmm. the piano. Played the saxophone on one song. I'm like, my God, how talented is that guy? It's just <laughs> not fair. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cinderella um, just immediately comes off as would be perfect on the on on the Kiss cruise, um, and I agree with with Julian wholeheartedly that Peter deserves his due. That if Ace gets his one line, even if, you know if Ace doesn't come on Kiss Cruise Nine or or whatever, or Ace never plays with Kiss on the on the end of the road tour, you know he did get to get up on stage with them one more time on the Kiss cruise, and 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 have a reunion of sorts. So I think um, Peter definitely deserves that for his contributions to the band that he deserves, you know, one more time getting up on stage with them and, and getting a proper send off. And if he wants to do a, a theater show like that, um, more power to him, I think that'd be great too. But I, I think Peter Chris definitely is deserving everybody else. I mean, Bruce has been on there. Ace has been on there. And he said, I don't see Vinny ever, getting getting near the ship without a, a season assist letter coming his way. But um I think Peter definitely um deserves that opportunity. 
Yeah, just yeah. imagine well, Peter had two nights in the same venue, and they could actually film this. And I don't know whatever happened to all the stuff that they filmed from the other shows, but uh, you know, I, I would have thought that uh, it would be the perfect location for him to, you know, maybe uh, get that video done. Lonnie, who was on, who were some of the opening acts that were on the cruise that you attended? Skid Row was there, and they were great. And they, they, I mean, it's not, and it's not Sebastian, but they were fun. I'll say that they were they were fun because you you know. You know, they, they played the hits off of, you know, the original album and off of Slave to Grind. They played the hits, you know, so it was, it was fun. It was, it was more like Skid Row cover band without Sebastian, but it, it was still fun. Um, who else was there? Adler's Appetite was there. And that was fun. And again, that was fun, too, because he had an album coming out at the time, but they did play like Mr. Bounstone and they played Sweet Child of Mine and, and stuff like that. And, so that, I mean, that was cool. He, he, he was very accessible. Like you could walk up to him. He was just out roaming around the boat. He's, most of the he's time. freaking hilarious. He's on a oh different level of consciousness. I, that dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, so that, those were the, those were two big acts. I think vintage trouble that I think was on with the cruise. You just saw Julian. I think they were there too. Um, and then a few other minor acts, but those are the, the big draw, the big names anyway, were Skid Row and, um, Adler's Appetite with Steven Adler. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Mark, uh, what sort of acts, if you were to go on the cruise, or if not, if for your fellow KISS fans, who, who should it be? Well, if I want, um, I'm, I'm kind of taking my bands from a different approach. Not necessarily... 80%. Not necessarily... <laughs> no, no, not anybody uh, that's directly related to KISS, like a Peter Chris, but I'm thinking more somebody like of a, a, a musician, no, no, a musician who actually loves Kiss a lot. And the one guy that comes to mind right away is Mike Portnoy. And what I, one band that I think that would be awesome if they brought it, and it'd be totally different because it would be something a little bit more up my alley, I guess you could say, is bring Sons of Apollo on there. I think that'd be an amazing band to bring onto a cruise. I mean, you know, they, you have you know Portnoy, Billy Sheehan. Uh, Ron Thal, Bumblefoot, there, and like it's an amazing band. Derek Shrinian on keyboard, uh, that it would be, and they love Kiss. Like Derek Shrinian's like one of the biggest Kiss fans like of all time that I've ever known. Right, and he he loves that. I mean, he played keys for them, right? He was their keyboard player yeah, one tour. Revenge tour. Yeah, so I mean, he has a connection with Kiss. There you go, right? So I think that would be a good band. And another band that I'm really into. That's more of a rock style that could fit in is Black Country Communion. I think they're a really good band, you know, and I, I, I've always loved them. I like their style of rock, you know, and they got, you know, John Bonham's son there. You know, they got Glenn Hughes and you got John Bonamassa. I mean, I think it's, I think they're good. Joe Bonamassa, sorry. And uh, I, I don't know. I like I like them. And again, they got Sherinian on keyboards on that band. So, um you know, it's it may not be up your alley, but I mean, I, I I dig them, and I think that they 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 would offer something a little bit different too. I mean, one of the things that I've started to notice with their cruises is that there's starting to be a lot of repeats going on the cruise. Like, how many times has Vintage, Vintage Trouble played on the cruises? You know, you, you don't want to get too many repeat performances, right? And the Dead Daisies, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the last two. And uh, oh, by the way, I did just buy the whole Dead Daisies catalog on the strength of seeing them twice on this cruise. Pretty good. So yeah, the fucking it's up the first album. Once you get crabby. Yeah, uh, then it becomes a whole different ball of wax. That band, great vocalist, fucking love John. I can't believe yeah. I didn't follow this stuff over the yeah, past few years. Yeah, so uh, so it has had a good effect in terms of music on uh, you know again some of these opening acts. Lucifer was great on this um, most recent Beth Blade, fantastic. Um, I didn't see Vintage Trouble, so uh, you didn't miss one. No, and I, I and I walked by T's and I kept walking. Yeah, I heard that was really bad too. Yeah, as Tommy was mentioning them on three sides. Yeah, calling him basically a glorified bar band who had no. I, I don't know if you remember if he said they didn't have any right being on the cruise, but uh, yeah, he was he was critical of them. Yeah, sounds like deserving this stuff. I kept walking. All right, Ken. <laughs> thanks for returning. Who would be the two? Sorry acts to bother you. That, that you would uh, kind of <laughs> like to see on the cruise. Um, well, I agree with you about uh, Peter Chris. I mean, I think that'd be fantastic. I mean, especially if he can finally maybe put out his, you know, rock album around the same time. 
maybe if he does put that rock record out, he, he can add as a bonus DVD, uh, maybe that show that you saw at the cutting room, something like that would be a cool package that I think he should do, really. I mean, I mean, yeah, and he could be selling. No, he's not listening, he, but uh, he could be selling signed snare drums know. for twenty five hundred. Actually, that's what uh, Eric charges, I think. So he could at least get three thousand well, or thirty five hundred for a signed shoot. Peter Chris snare yeah. and drum heads, yeah. and and do the private meet and greets like Kiss does, and make bank. Come on, Peter. Yeah. Captive yeah, audience. Lots, lots of money to be made there for him. So that'd be one. Uh, definitely, that's a definite. Um, otherwise, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know if, if if Cheap Trick is too big to go on there, or they'd be too, um, they'd be or, too down fun. Yeah, I know. Or you know, or, something else. or you know, you know how they have the uh, you know Beatles tribute. Um, why don't they put in instead of the Beatles tribute, maybe this time do you know like a, a Led Zeppelin tribute or one of these other Stone, bands? Rolling Stones influence. tribute. <laughs> oh, you know that would be awesome. Is there one? It probably is one. So. Oh yeah, there's quite Academy. a few of them. Um, you know, yeah, something like that. One of their influences, another influence that uh, would be uh, cool. Yeah, Rolling Stones would be a good <laughs> too. But yeah, Peter Chris for sure. Yeah, especially if it was a Rolling Stones tribute band that stuck to '67 to '72. Yes. Yeah. I would be pleased to meet you. Hope you guess, man. All right. So that's that's it. That's a whole bunch of ideas. That's a whole bunch of topics. That's the usual sh- sort of show. All right. So let us know your thoughts on everything that we've talked about today, because I'm not going to go back through the list and uh, remind you. So <laughs> sometimes we just don't. You made it this far through the show. Congratulations. Holy shit. <laughs> gone, gone over an hour. There. There you go. All right. So that's it for the Kiss of AQ podcast this week. As always, thank you for listening. We do appreciate you giving us your ears, your time, and watching and listening to us wherever you do. Do chime in on what we've talked about. Agree with us. Disagree with us. Um, give us what you think sh- um, should be the answers to some of the questions that we've spoken about. And uh, if not, we'll see you next time. So thanks for wa- thanks for watching. Bye now. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.